Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In June 2014, a college student is on his way home when he is caught in the crossfire of a retaliatory killing. 18-year-old Darius Bottoms is a good kid, on the straight and narrow, pursuing his academic and professional goals. So how and why does he become the victim of such a violent and ruthless murder? I'm your host, Nisa. Welcome to the Lost Crimes Library podcast. This is the story of the callous murder of Darius Bottoms. It's 2014. Atlanta is progressing as a political hotbed. Everyone all around the country is watching what is happening in the political arena in Georgia, specifically Atlanta. Democrat Kasim Reed is sworn in for his second term as Atlanta's 59th mayor, and hoping that the legacy of black Democrats filling the position as mayor would continue on, Reed taps a close ally to become the city's 60th mayor. Councilwoman Keisha Lance Bottoms. Keisha Lance Bottoms comes from a line of prominent Atlanta figures. She is a popular woman in the city as she is currently on the Atlanta City Council. Not only is she involved politically, but also civically. As a sorority member of Delta Sigma Theta, she is also very active in her church. And because she is so involved in so many institutions within the community, basically everyone knows who Keisha Lance Bottoms is whenever you hear her name. Everything is falling into place for Councilwoman Bottoms as she pursues the mayoral seat. However, when she is at the height of her run for mayor, her family is suddenly shaken by a devastating tragedy. Just after 4 a.m. on June 13, 2014, gunshots can be heard radiating through a city street in Atlanta, one after the other. Atlanta police and EMS are responding to a 911 report of a street shooting that took place in front of an apartment building on Legacy Drive in College Town, just one block away from Morehouse College. A young black man is found dead in the driver's seat of a silver Hyundai. The only witness to the crime is 18-year-old Jared Robinson. He identifies the victim as his friend, 18-year-old Darius Bottoms, nephew of Councilwoman Keisha Lance Bottoms. Quickly, News circulates that the victim of this horrific shooting, Darius Bottoms, is related to mayoral candidate Keisha Lance Bottoms. Because the victim is connected to a high-profile figure, it makes the case high-profile as well. 
A preliminary search of the vehicle and the crime scene reveals that there were 18 shots fired at the car. A CSI unit is dispatched to process the scene. They are able to recover 18 spent 9mm shell casings. There was one bullet that went through the windshield and struck Darius in the forehead, killing him. It's obvious to detectives that the manner in which the crime was committed was not accidental. It's also helpful for police that the shell casings were left behind. This means that they can run ballistics on them. After processing the scene, Darius's car is impounded so they can process it further. Darius's body is also taken to the medical examiner's office for an autopsy. All the evidence gathered at the scene is then taken to the state crime lab. Detectives now have the heartbreaking task of notifying Darius's family of his death. Maika Jenkins, Darius's mother, remembers the moment her world crumbled. She recalls receiving a phone call in the early hours of the morning, telling her that her son had been shot. Her immediate reaction is to find out if her son is still talking and okay. She's immediately focused on finding out which hospital he was taken to for treatment. But the person on the other end quickly tells Maika that no, Darius wouldn't be at the hospital because he was already dead. Darius's father, Darian, jumps into his car and rushes over to the crime scene as soon as he hears the news. When he arrives, he sees all the police officers, the crime scene tape, and he pretty much knows his son's fate. Maika couldn't remember any of the words that were spoken to her that day. She just remembers sitting on the curb and crying, trying her best to wrap her mind around the fact that her son was just taken from her in such a tragic way. Darius was born and raised in the city of Atlanta. He was a very caring person, and he had a special place in his heart for his grandparents especially. They were getting older, and he felt like it was his responsibility to often go and check on them whenever he could, and help them run errands around town. The Bottoms are philanthropists and community-driven people. They're also well-known around town. Darius's grandmother was an educator for over 40 years, and she was very popular in Atlanta. She had this personality that everyone loved and gravitated towards, and it seemed like maybe Darius got this same personality as his grandmother. Darius had this cool, laid-back persona. He was a popular kid with many friends. He was also a very family and community-oriented person. He had great ambitions of helping the community he grew up in. After graduating high school, he attended Atlanta Metropolitan State College as a business major, and he was working at Home Depot while he attended classes. His goal was to earn a business degree so he could launch his own fashion brand. Darius's mother, Maika, says the only thing that ever really got Darius excited was shopping. He loved to shop for clothes, and those who knew Darius considered him an outstanding man who was on a rewarding path, and he was never in any trouble with the law. That's why the juxtaposition of Darius, a good young man with everything going for him, with the bloody and heinous nature of the crime committed against him, is perplexing to police. And it also adds an extra pressure to figure out what happened and why it happened. With not much to go on initially, Atlanta police consider that maybe Darius is the victim of a carjacking that turned deadly. 
but they need to speak to one very important witness first to gain a better understanding of what the motive may have been to murder Darius Bottoms. They speak to Jared Robinson, who was the passenger riding with Darius when he was murdered. During questioning, Jared tells police that before the shooting, he and Darius spent some time at a nearby friend's house playing video games until the early morning hours of June 13, 2014. When they left, Jared asked Darius for a ride home. But as they began pulling out of the parking spot, Jared and Darius noticed a person standing in the middle of the street. They both made eye contact with this mysterious person. They ask each other if they know who this person is, but they both say no. Suspicious of this random person approaching the car, Darius immediately shifts his car into reverse in an attempt to back out. But there was just no place for Darius to go. And before they knew it, the person began firing shots at the car. The first shot barrels through the windshield, hitting Darius. Glass flies everywhere inside the car. Jared is intoxicated and his vision is impaired, so he's incredibly confused about what is happening. All he knows is that his friend just got shot and he needs to get out of there. In great fear for his life, Jared jumps out of the car and runs away. He runs towards a fence and jumps it. At this point, he knows Darius is shot, but he isn't sure if Darius was able to get away. Jared was unsure of how many people were shooting at them, but he ran back to his friend's apartment to seek safety. It was the friend who went back down to the street to confirm that Darius wasn't able to escape and that he was dead. When Atlanta police ask Jared for a description of the person who shot at them, he tells them that the details are all too blurry. According to Jared, he typically wore contact lenses. However, that night he didn't have them in, so he couldn't get a good look at the shooter. So detectives speak with the friends who were at the apartment that night, but nothing of importance turned up there either. Without the help of a description of the shooter, detectives have to place their hopes in any ballistic evidence they can turn up. They are relying heavily on the ballistics report to give them a lead in the case. The crime lab determines that two different Jimenez 9mm pistols were used. 12 shots were fired from one gun and 6 were fired from the other. This indicates that there were two different shooters who used two different guns. So, police are now looking for multiple suspects in this crime. The ballistic report further proves to detectives that the murder was intentional and that Darius was the intended target. They are able to eliminate carjacking and robbery as potential motives, but they still have to figure out why someone would want to target Darius. Detectives consider that maybe Darius had been the victim of a collateral murder. They were thinking that Darius could have been targeted to send a political message to his aunt, Keisha Lance Bottoms. This was the first time in eight years that there was an open seat for the mayor's position. So, detectives begin looking into potential suspects tied to the political sphere. But that line of investigation soon hits a dead end. There was no evidence they could find that anyone had a vendetta against the Bottoms family. Meanwhile, those who loved Darius were gathering for his funeral. The funeral service is packed with his family, his co-workers, his mother's co-workers, just everybody and anybody who cared for Darius. The Atlanta homicide team is under intense stress to solve this case because Darius's family is in the middle of grieving their loved one 
and totally confused about who would want to kill Darius. Emotions are high and his family along with the community is reeling. Not to mention the victim in this case is connected to the political elite. So that only adds more pressure for detectives to find the killer or killers responsible for Darius's death. Keisha Lance Bottoms is very clear to the public and the police that Darius's family and someone she loved and she wants justice for her nephew. She wants this case solved. However, a month after the investigation begins, detectives are pursuing any and all leads, but the investigation is beginning to slow down, and all police can do is continue to talk to people and try to get more information from those who are willing to talk with them. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Given that the location of Darius's shooting is in the epicenter of gang activity, detectives pivot their focus to Darius's friends and known acquaintances. They want to know if he had any dangerous associations that could connect back to his murder. So detectives reach out to Atlanta PD's gang unit for help. But it doesn't help them gain any leads in this case because they find no evidence tying Darius Bottoms to illicit activity like gangs or drugs. Three months have passed since Darius was gunned down in the street, and detectives are hoping for a major break in the case. They're following any and all leads that come in. But one day in September, information from the ballistics lab gives detectives a sizable boost in the case. Police learned that eight days after Darius was killed, an 18-year-old named David Wallace was arrested for possession of a stolen gun. And this gun is determined to be one of the guns used in Darius's murder. 
Every gun is manufactured with a serial number on it. And according to the Atlanta Police Department, the serial number on the stolen gun revealed that it had been stolen in an armed robbery in Clayton County, a day before Darius was killed. Apparently, the gun had been stolen from a woman who had recently purchased it from a pawn shop on June 12th, the day before Darius was shot and killed. After getting this major break in the case, detectives check David Wallace out of the Fulton County Jail. They need to have a little chat with him, so they place him in a squad car and take him for a ride. They bring him down to the crime scene where Darius Bottoms was murdered. They interview David Wallace there on Legacy Avenue, but throughout the interview, he denies ever being in that location before. It denies knowing anything about the Darius Bottoms murder. With Wallace unwilling to cooperate, detectives turn their attention elsewhere, attempting to find another method to get David Wallace to crack. So they focus their attention on the robbery victim, the woman whose gun had been stolen. She tells detectives that she had purchased the gun with a friend, but as they walked out of the pawn shop, a car pulls up and an individual gets out of the car, pointing a pistol at her and her friend. This person commands her to give over the gun she just bought, so she gives up her Jimenez 9mm pistol, which ends up being used hours later. Detectives lay out pictures of possible suspects, which includes David Wallace, for her to identify. However, she's unable to identify David Wallace in the photo array, so again, detectives hit a dead end. Detectives are certain that David Wallace is somehow tied to this murder because he was arrested with the same gun used to kill Darius Bottoms, but they don't have enough evidence to prove it yet. So detectives obtain some surveillance footage from the pawn shop. After all, surveillance footage is usually hard to dispute. This surveillance video shows Wallace along with a young man and a young woman with bright red hair inside the pawn shop. Since David Wallace isn't cooperating with police, they focus on the other two suspects in the surveillance footage. They zero in on the young woman. They circulate photos of the woman and within hours of sending it out, a uniform officer reaches out to the homicide division to say she knows who the young woman with the red hair is in the photo. Her name is Carisha Washington. And when they go to speak with her, they are told some very interesting information about David Wallace. Detectives speak with Carisha's aunt, who says her niece had fled the area after there was a drive-by shooting at her house that she believed was aimed at her. It's clear to police that it's going to be challenging to get enough evidence to arrest David Wallace for Darius's murder when the woman who could help police had fled town. In November 2014, the Atlanta Police Department works with Florida police to get information from Carisha Washington. She agrees to speak to police after she learns from her aunt that detectives are wanting to speak with her. In the interview with Carisha, detectives learn a lot. For one, she tells them that she was at the crime scene where Darius was murdered. But she claims she wasn't aware of who had been shot. She divulges another critical piece of information. She had driven the getaway car. And she also identifies David Wallace as being there when the murder was committed. Finally, she says there were two men she knew as Slug and Shooter. She tells police that those were the gunmen. The names of the gunmen that Carisha gave were street names, but police are able to input those street names into their database and find out who has been associated with the name Slug and Shooter. 
Slug is soon identified by detectives as Rashad Barber, and Shooter is identified as Ryan Bowdry. Carisha later confirms that these two men were involved through police photos. It's a relief that detectives are able to figure out who the suspects are in the case. However, they are still confused about the motive. Why would anyone want to kill Darius Bottoms? Well, they determine that Darius was targeted by mistake. Carisha tells detectives that Darius was unfortunately the victim of mistaken identity. Darius Bottoms and his friend Jared Robinson were simply in the wrong place at the wrong time. Carisha further explains to detectives how everything went down on June 13, 2014. She goes into greater detail, saying that the night before Darius was shot and killed, Ryan Bowdry's stepfather had been shot and severely injured in the front of his home. Supposedly, Bowdry believed that the shooter drove a light-colored Hyundai, so when Bowdry and his accomplices spotted Darius's car, they believed that they had found the person who shot and injured Bowdry's stepfather. They shot and killed Darius Bottoms in the vein of retaliation, without realizing that they had just made a fatal and life-altering mistake solely based on the color of a car. After hearing Carisha's story, police are able to obtain arrest warrants for Ryan Bowdry, Rashad Barber, and David Wallace, although Wallace is already in jail for the armed robbery. All three men are charged with murder. And as for Carisha Washington, well, she is arrested as well. But in exchange for cooperation at the upcoming trial, she is granted immunity for Darius's murder. Three years after Darius was murdered, in December 2017, the trial is set to begin. Keisha Lance Bottoms, Darius's aunt, is now Atlanta's mayoral elect and would soon be sworn in. This meant that the trial and all the court proceedings would be in the spotlight. During the trial, the courtroom is packed with Darius's family, including his aunt. Carisha Washington is called to the stand, but once she gets up there, she totally freezes. She refuses to cooperate fully like she once agreed to. It is clear that she was doing this deliberately to aid her co-defendants. Because of this, the prosecution realizes Carisha is going to be a hostile witness. So they have to take a whole new approach. They decide to play the recorded interview police conducted with Carisha, in which she spilled the beans about the murder and mentioned everyone who was involved. And this recording seals the fate for all the co-defendants. Barber, 19, Bowdry, 23, and Wallace, 22, are convicted for murder and other charges. Barber and Bowdry are both found guilty of felony murder, malice murder, criminal damage to property, aggravated assault, possession of firearm during commission of a felony, and participation in criminal street gang activity. Rashad Barber is sentenced to life in prison plus 25 years. Ryan Bowdry is sentenced to life in prison plus 10 years. And David Wallace is found guilty of felony murder, possession of firearm during commission of a felony, and participation in criminal street gang activity. He is sentenced to life in prison plus five years. Darius's grandmother said that when the verdict was read aloud, her heart weeped. The whole family was relieved that Darius was receiving justice and that this period of anguish and grief 
was pointing to a resolution and hopefully healing. Darius would be 27 now. Maybe he would have met the love of his life and began a family. He probably would be a business owner and making a difference in his community, just like he always hoped and dreamed of. Even though he's missed every day, his family promises to make sure that Darius is never forgotten. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Lost Crimes Library podcast. If you enjoy the show, please show your support by leaving a rating and review on Apple and Spotify. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at the Lost Crimes Library Pod. Before you go, make sure you hit the follow button because new episodes drop every Wednesday and you won't want to miss it.